everybody. Welcome to the Jonathan Kogan Show. I'm your host, Johnny K. Here we go. How you doing today? You doing good? You know, I just want to start off. This just came to me in the moment. I want you to know how much I appreciate you being a part of this journey, listening to the Jonathan Kogan Show, perhaps even sharing the Jonathan Kogan Show, supporting the podcast, probably have not given it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, which would be greatly appreciated. But even if you're not going to do that, the fact that you listen and tune in to listen to what's going on in the world from an apolitical, non-unbiased, truthful point of view, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. So I know things, you know, we're in rough waters. Uh, World War III is upon us, even though it really started. Um, we got people dying. We got uh, we got uh, the pandemic treaty coming into focus next year. Uh, in fact, uh, good old Tedros from the um, uh, uh, Tedros from the uh, World Health Organization uh, just said that uh, the next pandemic is uh, is not an issue of if, but when. Uh, and we know that the pandemic accords, which gives away sovereignty is going to happen in 2024. Why any government would want to give sovereignty to a World Health Organization is bizarre. Almost seems like uh, they are not working for the country they are supposed to work for, but you should not ask questions. Now, I don't want to get off topic here. Um, just wanted to say thank you, and let's get into the tough topics we must talk about, because that's what needs to be done. It's, it's, it's unfortunate that we've entered this Really, a lot of people would say post-truth era, where you don't know what's real and not real, like everything's a lie, up is down, left is right, you know that, but really it's the pre-truth era. I think that things have been a lie for such a long time, but now we're entering a stage where everything's coming out and everyone's going to know the truth on everything. It's just taking some people longer. You're ahead of the curve, way ahead of the curve, right? Because we talk about things that don't even get noticed in the quote-unquote corporate news or mainstream dialogue. For many months, if ever, okay, if ever, um, because when you are corrupt and when you are working for yourselves and your elite friends and not for the people who elected you, when you have that power, in fact, no one who's ever had power, who craves power, has just given it away. So if you think this empire is coming down by people just giving away their power, you're out of your mind. That is World War III. No one just gives away power. They love power. They're obsessed with power. Power, power, power. It's amazing. Um, like Nancy Pelosi. You'd always wonder, why doesn't Nancy Pelosi speak at investing, finance, and economic symposiums? She is possibly the greatest investor of our time and doesn't get asked to speak at like financial events. But they ask Warren Buffett? who's second tier. It's so weird. One of the best investors of all time, all time, ever, and never gives speeches at finance symposiums. Just something to think about. That's how upside down the world is. So you get rewarded for doing bad, okay? So for example, if Gavin Newsom became president of the United States, that would be like Hugh Jackson, who was the coach of the Cleveland Browns when we went 1-15 and and then 0-16. and Yeah, we didn't win one game. That would be like giving Hugh Jackson coach of the year when he went 0-16, of 16, which is literally the worst you could possibly do. Imagine, imagine being the head of a state that is doing the worst 
of they get all the policies wrong. Everything's backwards and upside down and just chaos. Homelessness everywhere, drugs everywhere, people dying on the streets, people getting away with murder, or if they do murder, they get out of jail the next day. No, no fine, nothing, no repercussions. Just go into any store you want, take whatever you want. And then saying, hey, that man or woman, but Gavin's a man, we think, should be the president of the United States. What? What is going on? Right? Imagine if the NFL was like, Hugh Jackson, you, you, didn't win, you didn't win one game this year. Not one. But you're the coach of the year. Because you are fantastic. Everybody applaud. Because these people have control of the system. All right? So they're going to reward. They're, they are in it for the wrong reasons. They are doing the exact opposite of what is best for the people. And then they give out awards for it. Which brings us to topic number one, which is real. Oh, yeah. This is real. Ready for this? This is from Case Western University, which is in Ohio. Dr. Anthony Fauci to be awarded 2024, I might say this wrong, wrong this word, Inamori Ethics Prize by Inamori International Center for Ethics and Excellence. Dr. Anthony Fauci is being given an award for ethics. Now, if we said, why do we have the most unhealthy children the world has ever seen? You shouldn't ask that question. If perhaps uh, everybody got inoculated with something that was supposed to stop the spread, all this stuff, and that didn't happen, you're not supposed to ask any questions. If people all of a sudden have myocarditis because their, swell, their heart just swells up with joy, you are not supposed to ask any questions. Literally, there is probably no one in the history of America that has done more harm to a generation, not even like one person, but like a generation of children than this man who sold out your children's health to Big Pharma. And he's getting an award in 2024 for ethics. This is what I mean by the corrupt elites having control of the system. This is why the system needs to come down. It is. It's crumbling before your eyes in real time. It's a fascinating time to be alive but they still have control so up is down left is right they are going to milk it they're going to do more bad and wrong things and then they're going to put an award next to it and then there's a large segment of the population that believes that they're doing the right thing and the award is legitimate and that the news is real and they think everything is great and then they follow and listen to those people while they have 25 boosters okay it just is nuts. Physician, immunologist, and infectious disease expert has saved millions of lives through dedication to research of public health. Literally, autoimmune diseases are through the roof. Autism, through the roof. ADHD, through the roof. Uh, drug epidemic, through the roof. Everybody on like antipsychotic medication, antidepressant medication, basically like one in seven people, and it doesn't even work. Everything. Everything is for the bottom line of big pharma, and they are trying to sway it and give them an ethics award for saving millions. I love how they could just use that blanket statement. I love that. They used it all through COVID. Save millions of lives. This saves millions of lives. You don't have to prove it. It's the most amazing thing. You could just say it, and it's just fact. You don't have to, you don't have to back it up with anything. Just say, listen, what we're doing is saving millions of lives. Well, what can you, you know, what's the data behind that? We've saved millions of lives. Did you not hear us? If you question it, you are evil. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's the only thing you could say without any data. We save millions of lives, tens of millions of lives. We saved the world. If it wasn't for this, we'd still be in the pandemic, even though it didn't stop anything 
with sp- spread contraction, anything, nothing. Did nothing. But they can say it saved millions of lives. And there's a large portion of the population that's like, yeah, of course it did. Of course. Of course it did. How did it not? So we'll just read a little bit of this. Here's the quote from the Case Western Reserve president. Quote, Dr. Fauci has cared not only for the nation's health, but also the health of the world, which is why we're going to give away our national sovereignty to the World Health Organization so that he can go ahead and save more lives as a medical dictatorship. Um, I don't know what else to call it, to be honest. I really have no idea what else to call it. But also the health of the world, said Case Western Reserve President Eric W. Yeah, you know what? Ask the children in Africa what they think about that. Okay, when him and his buddy Bill Gates go there and they do their little, you know, their little research and, you know, without the parents knowing and the children, ask them how they feel about this man. Why don't we go interview a few of them in the middle of Africa? Let's see what they think. Do they feel like their health is better because of him? Huh? Said Case Western Reserve President Eric W. Kaler, quote, as a scientist, research leader and public health advisor, his contributions to scientific discovery have truly improved lives. His leadership through one of the most challenging times in history, the COVID-19 pandemic, serves as a model for us all, which, by the way, would never have happened if he didn't do gain of function research and then went around the law to then move it to China. And that created the outbreak in itself. So literally, he created the very thing that was a disaster to the world and uprooted lives, destroyed livelihoods and businesses and shut down forever. And children with depression, anxiety like never before, people locked in their homes. That very thing was caused by this man's funding, knowing he was doing this, which lied to Congress, but you don't get in trouble for that, apparently. I mean, this is crazy. So it is the, like I said, I have so much respect for the big farmer business model. Create the problem and the solution. It's incredible. They can just create pandemics right and left, right and left, right and left. Come on, let's do this pandemic, that pandemic. Let's put pandemics everywhere, baby. Mask up, mask up, mask up. I mean, it's unbelievable. And this guy was like the leader of it. He created a fake study that said anyone who thought this came from a lab is a conspiracy theorist. Well, guess what? It came from a lab. That's what Joe Biden would say. He would say, it didn't come from a lab. They, he whispers. He gets really close to the mic. He goes, it didn't come from a lab. It's like, what? What are you doing? Why are you touching that little girl? Get out of here, man. So this is who's running the world at the moment. And how we let this happen as humans and peasants and people who do the right thing and love each other, we should be ashamed of ourselves. Okay? We let this happen. Okay? There's way more of us than there are of them. We let this happen. We fell asleep at the wheel for decades. And now we're finally waking up and we're correcting it. And that's what this whole fourth turning is. We're burning down the systems. We're building new ones. We're restructuring the world. It's going to be fantastic, but it's going to be rough for the next eight to 10 years. I mean, rough. The United States is running out of money. Our interest expense is going to be higher than our military budget. Things are not looking very good. But I believe that abundance will be created with AI, technology, robots, automation, longevity. If you can basically stay healthy for another 10 years, I think the world will look totally different outside this fourth turning. I think people will improve their lives with good health decades instead of like weeks, months, years. You're going to live decades longer with longevity research with AI and all that stuff. So you just just don't die in the next 10 years. Uh, But uh, if you listen to these people and you listen to Fauci, you'll 100% be dead. They know this is coming, so they want you dead. They don't want you reproducing. They don't want any more of your peasants, okay? They call you a useless eater. They want you to live in the metaverse and just play video games and do nothing and stay in your home. Peasant, 
You got it? So you keep doing what they say, and listen, even if you want kids, you won't even be able to have them, all right? Let's be honest. We know what they're doing. We know what they're doing. So that's the first story. That's unbelievable. Now, before we even looked into political situations from an apolitical point of view on the John the Kogan show, I didn't know anything in politics prior to lockdowns and COVID and, and Biden coming in and being a dictator. I didn't notice anything until I couldn't go to restaurants and, and had to show my papers like I'm a Jew in Nazi Germany. Uh, so, yeah, that, you know, that stuff pissed me off. That made me very upset, very upset. OK, I was like, really? We're back into Come on. I thought like we don't have to wear star anymore, but now we got to wear like I'm vaccinated. That's crazy. Um, so when Trump was president, though, everybody said, you know, these these news outlets, how do these propaganda uh I don't know, cathedral, whatever we want to call them. I don't even know. Okay. Behemoths of networks. We're saying how we're going to get into world war three. We're going to get into nuclear war because Trump is so deranged, all this stuff. And not only did we not get into nuclear war and I didn't even know what was going on because the world was so safe. Uh, no nuclear war and no new war. The only president in recent memory with no new war, none. Okay. That we just call out what it is. We don't say we support anybody. We just call out facts here. Don't get upset. We just call out facts. So no new wars. Now, the adults are back in charge. Thank God. And as you could tell, we are as close to World War III, even though we're in it, but for people actually recognizing it, as we have ever been in anyone's lifetime, no matter how old you are listening to this. Is that correct? So I wanted to play a little montage from Maze uh, on X, formerly known as Twitter, who does great uh, video mashups. She does a really, really good job at Maze Moore. So uh, definitely uh, check her out. Very, very good. Here's a montage during the Trump days of how he is going to lead us into World War Three. Even though now we're really in World War Three. Listen to this little montage. Well, we were on the brink of World War Three because Donald Trump took the worst possible option given to him in a slideshow. In this country, we have begun to overestimate the dangers of impeachment and underestimate the dangers of a deranged president retaining control over a nuclear hyperpower. We cannot wait around while Donald Trump is in control of the nuclear weapon. Your objection <laughs> to potentially going into World War Three cannot be procedural. The biggest danger of the Trump presidency is that we are always just a Trump whim away from nuclear war. They say it's World War III, but I'm looking out my window, it's very quiet in those smoking craters out there. Has to be told that it's his job to avoid World War III. One Democratic congressman uh, sent me a note this evening and say this president wants this war. A future administration needs to find a way to put an end to the forever wars. They're in a new normal, and the new normal is forever war. But there's a you know big difference between ending the forever wars, uh, which he wants to do responsibly, and what seems to be President Trump's rather itchy Twitter finger. The objective needs to be uh, to end the forever wars. If Congress does not want to go to war, now is the time to start putting restraints on this president. And again, they've been giving him green lights all the way. Maybe it's because we're going to take on the military-industrial complex and end and end endless wars every american needs to wake up to the shenanigans of the military industrial complex and how much hundreds of billions of dollars are spent only because of short-term profit uh, profit maximization for, uh, for military defense contractors as opposed to america's legitimate security needs it's long past time we end the forever wars 
All of this, though, risks more of a proxy war than I think we're going to have a stomach for. And ending our forever wars so that we can better serve our constituents at home. When it comes to unlimited war, we seem to be able to be to, to invent that num that money very easily. And to me, it belies a lack of moral priorities that people have right now, especially the Republican Party. Well, and that's why there are elections. They have consequences. Amazing. All of those people, every single one who has the ability to vote for another war and give hundreds of billions of dollars to an another war, did just that when it came down to it. So they're willing to talk like that, but then when it comes down to it, and there's actually a war, like Ukraine, like with Israel, like with China, I don't care, okay? It's not. A, it, I'm just saying from a principal point of view, they said those very things, and now there's wars everywhere, and money's going out, bam, boom, bam, boom, like you're at a bar just paying for everybody, you don't even know their name. We're just shipping out hundreds of bills, just bills. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Oh, it's not the forever wars. Well, during those days, he actually didn't start a new war. And now there's wars. Ever. I truly believe, I truly believe people, if they had a nuke dropped on them in the United States and they survived it, they would vote for Joe Biden in 2024 and say he's fantastic. And that, you know what? It was Trump's fault from a policy he did in 2016 or 2017, something like that. It's crazy. People will support. It doesn't matter. Like, how about the, imagine? Just imagine. Imagine. Trump at the podium and he says, you know, uh, we're sending carriers out to the Middle East, all this stuff. And they go questions. They start yelling questions. He just walks off. You go, oh, my God, it's a threat to democracy. He's a dictator. He's not talking to anyone. Biden walks off. They go, he's fantastic. Talk about leadership when we need it. Oh, my God. We have never had this in America. This guy is this guy is democracy. And Fauci is science. There's just these these words we throw around threat to democracy. It's a threat to Joe Biden. Threat to science, it's a threat to Fauci. They just wrap up their names into the words. It's unreal. It really is unbelievable. And now we got wars, bombs, boom, boom, boom. And should, I should play bombs over Baghdad, just all over the place. Bam, boom, boom, boom. Everyone's going to war with everybody. The whole thing's blowing up. We might not even see the world in 10 years, but it is what it is. And people are like, you know what? Thank God. Thank God we got Joe Biden in office. Leadership when we need it. Hey, President, President, what do you think about this? And just walks off just walks out the door. It's unreal. It's unreal. The question is why? Why do all these people want this? They're willing to throw everything away just because of this orange man? It's unreal. People are willing to just throw the whole country down the tubes just because of, they don't like this one guy. I'm not saying vote for that guy, but like clearly we can't do 900 wars, funnel money everywhere, and just loot the treasury, put, put interest rates through the roof, can't pay our interest expense, nobody gets their social security and all this stuff, all the children have a de depression, anxiety, they lock down people, they're, they're giving pandemic treaties right and left. We can't do that. Almost everything that's being done is like in the worst interest of the United States of America. And they're like, bravo, this is the greatest president of all time. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, and Ronald Reagan, all wrapped into one. That is Joe Biden. What is going on? I am like losing my mind. It's bizarre. So Fauci's getting a award. Uh, World War III is actually here. And why is it here? Because we have already learned. We just didn't listen to the people when they were talking. Julian Assange, a journalist who exposed more than any other journalist in recent memory, has been in jail, in prison for what? Like 8, 12 years without any charges. Nothing. Okay? for outing the most powerful people in the world, right? In prison. I think he's in maximum 
uh, security prison, like one hour of sunlight or zero. And he was put there because of stuff like this. And we knew we just didn't listen. So Julian Assange, listen to this video. Nearly every war that has started in the past 50 years has been a result of media lies. And you're telling me now is different? All these people, when it came down to it, Ukraine, Russia, Israel, Hamas, Taiwan, China, all these people, now it's different? Now they decide to tell the truth in 2023? Now they're being honest? It's unbelievable how many people fell for the bait. The same people who fell for the pandemic are the same, same group of people. Okay, here we go. Listen to uh, Julian Assange say it, if you haven't heard this yet. This is why he's locked up for no charge, with no charges. Julian, who do you consider to be your number one enemy? Well, our number one enemy is ignorance. Um, and I believe that is the number one enemy of everyone, uh, is not understanding what is actually going on in the world. It's only when you start to understand that you can make effective decisions and effective plans. Now, the question is, who is promoting ignorance? Well, those organizations that try to keep things secret um, and those organizations which distort true information to make it false or misrepresentative. In this latter category, um, it is bad media. Um, it, it really is my, my opinion that the media in general are so bad, um, we would have to question whether the world wouldn't be better off without them altogether. Um, there's some very, very fine journalists, um, and we work with many of them and some fine media organizations, but the vast majority are awful and are so distortive to how the world actually is um, that the result is we see um, wars and we see corrupt governments continue on. One of the hopeful things that I've discovered is that nearly every war that has started in the past 50 years has been a result of basically populations don't like wars and populations have to be fooled into wars populations don't willingly and op with open eyes go into a war so if we have a good media environment, then we'll also have a peaceful environment. I mean, that's, that is incredibly inspiring too, at the same time, how evil and dark that is, that just like we are now, we're being lied into all these wars and still so many people are falling for it. It's unbelievable. After we've given a hundred billion to Ukraine. I mean, we have all these issues at home, but another war, another war, another war. But to save democracy, to save, they'll do whatever it takes. This is the last straw, though. This is how you know you're at the end of the pipeline of the regime, of the empire. Is the last thing you could possibly say that you're defending is the United States itself. Like the very foundation, the democracy, the constitutional republic that was written by our founding fathers is under threat from authoritarian regime. That's the last thing you could say. After that, there, there can't be any war. What are we fighting to, I don't know, uh, protect like, I don't know, women's rights? No, that's not going to happen. There's nothing deeper than the foundation of the political system itself. So this is probably the end of the whole shebang when these all these systems get restructured and rebuilt in the fourth turning right now. But most people don't want war, but you're lied into supporting it. And so many people have supported it. It blows my mind. But they realize, in hindsight, every other war in our lifetime has been wrong. Every single one. 100% of them.
All of them. Everyone. What about the video? I don't have this one queued up. But what about the one when Biden like kind of had a brain, you know, and was kind of with it, was talking to a group of people and said that if we leave the weapons in Afghanistan, that you better you better believe it or you uh, better recognize whatever he said, that those weapons will be used on your children. Like you guarantee he guarantees there's something if we leave weapons in Afghanistan. That those weapons will be used against America and the next generation, like your children. He said that. That's you can go search for that video. In fact, I'll probably play it next time. He said that. And then what happens when he's president? They left all the weapons in Afghanistan. So clearly, they don't want you to be safe. They want to take your guns. That's for sure. They definitely want to take your guns. They definitely want to take your guns. That's for sure. But they want to give the guns to the bad people. It makes no sense whatsoever. So they give all the bad guns or all the guns to bad people. They let criminals come through the border who we don't even know who they are. And then they're telling you, you can't defend yourself. What is going on? Nothing adds up. Nothing adds up. It doesn't add up. This has nothing to do with Republican, Democrat. It has to do with just making sense. It's just crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Uh, man, there's a, there, but that's good. I mean, clearly we know why he's locked up. And uh, it's um, it's a shame. So actually, this is an interest of the Israel Hamas. This is from May 2021. Biden announces that his team negotiated a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. He brags that his ceasefire only took 11 days to negotiate as opposed to Trump's, which took 56. He promises aid to rebuild Gaza and promises to not allow Hamas to restock their weapons. Now, I'm not saying that it just makes you think that did the money from this have anything to do with it? I don't know. I just think it's an important clip given all the recent events just to listen to. I find it very interesting. I mean, I just want you to have the information. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. It is interesting though. One of the reasons why at the ceasefire in 11 days, they didn't do what other people have done. I don't talk about what I tell people in private. I don't talk about what we negotiate in private. What I can assure you, though, is that the last time it took 56 days and then six months to get a ceasefire. This was not something that was just done with a casual conversation between myself and Bibi. I have uh, presumptuous of me to say this, but Mr. President, but I think I've got a great team. And, there was, and I spent a lot of time with El Sisi on the phone in, 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 in Egypt, and they've done a commendable job of bringing Hamas to the table and getting them to agree to a ceasefire as well. Hamas is a terrorist organization. We've recognized that. But that doesn't mean we should not be in Gaza, rebuilding Gaza for all those innocent people who, in fact, have been hurt and, and have been collateral damage, including loss of homes and a whole range of other things. And I'm prepared and I'm going to attempt to put together a major package with uh, other nations to share our view to rebuild the homes and without re-engaging, without providing Hamas the opportunity to rebuild their weapon systems, rebuild the uh, the, the Gaza. That's that re 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 rebuild Gaza. Now, do you think, I don't know, I honestly have no idea, do you think that that money went to Hamas and had anything to do with the attacks? I have no idea. Maybe, maybe not, right? Just like the deal with Iran happened and then boom, there's attacks. I don't know. I have no idea. I believe, I'll just forget that, okay, period. Pause, pause, pause. 
I do believe that the current administration wants chaos in the world, no matter what that chaos is. All right. And so I think there's a high likelihood that they didn't know what would happen, but they knew that if they gave a terrorist organization a lot of money, that maybe something bad would happen and that would create more wars. I could be wrong. I could also be right. Usually I'm right. So I don't know. I have no idea with this particular situation. All I know is in general, they want to make the world unstable. They want things not to work properly. They want to disarm their own population. They want to print as much money and funnel to their friends as possible. They want to completely loot the treasury. They want to destroy other countries with high interest rates. They are just trying to destabilize the world in any way possible. Listen to anyone who really knows what they're, they're talking about. This geopolitical situation we are in now is the most dangerous time since World War II. And World War II wasn't exactly fantastic, all right? It's not very good. I never thought we'd go into World War III in my lifetime. I thought the wars were done. And now they are lying to get us into other ones. They're going to get you to hate somebody and to go to war with somebody. They're going to pin you up against other people's religions, other people's skin colors, other people's uh, political beliefs. They don't care what it is. They just need you divided. As long as you're divided, they can conquer. That's the strategy. It's as old as time. And you keep falling for it. It's insanity. So I propose a different route, a better solution. The peasants come together. We connect with one each other virtually on the internet because we can finally reach one another. That's what I'm doing this medium for. This is what the Jonathan Kogan show is for. Maybe we can connect the dots to all different countries, all peasants, and realize that they're pushing us to kill each other for reasons that are probably not true and that we stand with each other in world peace and the elites can go fight their own wars in their own private estates, wherever they want. But we will stand together. Full stop. That's why I asked you to share the John the Koga show. This movement is getting more and more important by the day. We've been calling this out for a year. And now it's getting hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter until boom. Either you're, depending on how old you are, you're in the war. Someone you know is in the war. Their kids are in the war. Coming back in body bags. You're burying people. We don't want to do that. We're not about that life. We like people living. Okay. We are the opposite of Fauci. Okay. We want people to be fertile. We want people to live. We want people to prosper. We want people to have a shot. Not a booster, but like a shot at life. You know what I mean? All right. Um, there's a few other things I could play, but, you know, I don't want to keep you all day here. I do appreciate it. I don't know if you're working out, you're walking, you're driving your car. Uh, I'll, I'll leave with a, a fun thing. This is a fun thing, all right? We'll leave with one little bonus topic. This is how quickly innovation is coming. It's coming fast, and all this is happening in real time. It's very close. We're very close to you're going to see videos online of something that blew up somewhere or like a crime and it's not real. And you will not know until we have cryptographically signed videos that it's real or not real. You are about to we're very close <laughs> to the territory where you literally cannot tell what actually happened in the world and what is created by AI. And also autonomous vehicles are actually really here. They are really here. In 15 years Kids will not drive. You're going to rent cars with other families. Like you use it to drive to work if, if they let you out of your house. And then while you're not using the car, someone else with another family uses it to go to soccer practice. And then another one uses it to go to, I don't know, uh, the gulags, whatever. But you know what I mean? They're going to, in all seriousness, you're going to be like having like a, a ride share, right? You might own it with a few other people, but no driver. 
Well, guess what? Autonomous rides are arriving on Uber with Waymo. Phoenix will be the first city to have fully automated Uber rides using Waymo. This is written by Dara Korsarowski, the sorry, whatever his name is, the CEO of Uber. This is from the Uber newsroom. Autonomous rides are arriving on Uber with Waymo. So you in Phoenix and soon, I mean, much sooner than you think in the world, in many other cities, you're going to get into a car where there is no driver and it will be 9 million times safer. And now with those, how many people, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people died and got injured in car accidents every year, all of a sudden that's going to go to zero. All of a sudden it's going to go to zero. So if you know somebody got hurt, paralyzed, or killed in a car accident, those days are over. Now you have an extra 100,000 in the population. It's going to be much harder to die. Basically, you have to listen to your government to die. Okay? But if you actually take logical solutions, you'll be okay. So here, I'll read a little bit. Ready to roll? Your next Uber ride may be fully autonomous Waymo vehicle. Starting today in Phoenix, customers who request a ride on the Uber app may be able to catch a ride with a Waymo driver through our partnership with Waymo. We're excited to bring another innovation to Uber experience through today's launch. When matched with a Waymo vehicle on Uber, riders can experience a fully autonomous ride with no human driver behind the wheel. I mean, unbelievable. Unbelievable. You may like it, you may not like it, but that's the world you're going into. And things are moving very, very quickly. I think it's super exciting. I'd rather not have people like, in fact, I was just driving, I don't know, a few days ago on the freeway. And I, there was a car like, like stopped in the lane with like, all of a sudden, just like, you know, got out of the car. There was a huge semi. And then I saw there was a motorcycle really far in front of the semi. And then there was like a boot on the ground and a sock elsewhere on the ground. And I look over and there's this group of people over this guy. And I only saw the leg and the leg was like, it was bad. It was just like down to the bone. And clearly it was like the semi hit the motorcycle and the motorcycle was like literally a hundred feet ahead. Like a, a group of kids were pulling it back. And I saw this guy on the ground, I'm like not going to make it. It's not going to make it. Those deaths probably aren't going to happen anymore or injuries. I don't know which one it is. It was probably death. I mean, it was bad. It was a semi huge semi and a little motorcycle. So autonomous vehicles are here. They're going to be, they're going to be going to major cities very, very quickly. You're going to experience it much sooner than you think. I'm telling you things are going to move very, very quickly. Okay, especially with FSD, uh, fully self-driving or whatever with Tesla and their and what they do, they do it with an AI neural network. So all the cameras, it uploads every other car. So every car gets better when the new thing is seen in just one car it updates the whole network of cars and just the way it's going to get better and improve is incredible. It's already amazing, but it's here. I mean, it's totally here. I wouldn't be surprised in five years. Everybody's in autonomous vehicles if they want, or at least all Ubers are autonomous. So it's crazy. That's exciting. Innovation is going to be good. It's going to improve our lives, the quality of our lives. It's just we got a lot of friction to go into until then. That is this fourth turning. We are going to rebuild everything. Society in 10, 15, 20 years is going to look radically different than it ever has been. Uh, you know, I don't, I, there was a finance part I was going to be into from Wall Street Journal. Your, your set it and forget it 401k made you rich. No more. Stock and bond portfolios that worked for the past 40 years aren't ready for what's coming. The 60-40 split. It's just a new world we're in. Totally new world. So what has worked for you, even if you've worked the past 40 years, isn't going to work this time. It's just a different world. So I suggest you find creators out there that are truly experts in their domain. Don't watch the corporate media or television, all this stuff. Go on YouTube. Find the real people that are experts, uh, subject matter experts in whatever field it is you're trying to learn about. AI, go to Peter Diamandis. Great podcast, right? You can go and find the people now. It's different. It's distributed. you got to go find the people that know what they're talking about and not listen to the people that are force-fed you through Bloomberg, Bloomberg, CNBC, and all that stuff. It's okay to watch it, 
for the perspective, but they're trying to control your neural net in your brain to think or act in a certain way. So please venture out and absorb different sources of information. If you're not already doing it, I can help you if you want. You can always reach out to me on X at K-O-G-Z, Kogs, feel to reach out, feel, uh, you know, you feel if you want to reach out, just reach out whenever you want. All right. Uh, feel free is what I want to say. Feel free and stay free. All right. That's it for the Jonathan Kogan show. It's been wonderful. Um, it's always great to be with you. It, it really is. I hope you have an amazing morning, amazing evening, amazing afternoon, wherever you are in the world, hold open the door for somebody else. Do one nice thing, one little thing. You know, if you're going to go order something, you're going to be at a counter, be like, thank you. I really appreciate it. Like, I really like your shirt, right? Just do something. Just do something. Old lady walks by, be like, how are you doing today? They're like, I'm doing awful. Be like, that's fantastic. I hope you do better. Just do something. One small thing that's good. That ripples. That ripples, baby. So do it. All right. That's it for the John the Kogan Show. Please subscribe. Please give it a five-star rating if you can. Please share it with a friend. And um, until next time, hasta luego.